start, I guess. Testing, it? testing. One, two, three. We are live, Billy Bowman. Are we live? Do we want to play it back? Alright, this is Hype Train uh, episode 16. Yeah. What, what, what are we talking about here today, Billy? It's just you and me, eh? It's just you and I. In light of recent controversy, we've decided to just strip it back to the bare bones. Strip it back to grassroots where nothing where nothing goes wrong. It seems to be that when we get more guests on, we get we get to triggering more people. <laughs> well, have, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I think it's when we get the. Um, it's when we get more young male idiots on. That that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to diversify, I think. So we're, we're stripping them back. We're starting with the OG, the two positive people, um, the jovial characters, and uh, then we're going to probably we'll probably dive into some more reputable characters after this. Yeah. Uh, still fun loving. Uh, we don't want anyone too serious on this podcast because it's exactly what we. We endorse, we, right? Yeah, we we stand. Well, we don't stand against, but we we're we're endorsing having fun and doing and having and doing sport at the same time. Not um, not clinically being boring and being boring at race day. Yeah, I think um, we we want to be sort of different from the serious t- triathlon or 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 performance community, but we gotta uh, try and devolve from being young male idiots, right? Yeah, we've got to meet somewhere in the middle. And that has been fan feedback that we've taken on board seriously this time. Yeah. Yeah. Serious instead of... So we've got to be jovial without being childish. Yeah. Strike a balance. Yeah. We're aspiring to be better. Um, Yeah, and on that topic, I suppose one of the things that we uh, pride ourselves, why we shout Believe the Hype, is that we think that the training that we do is effective and fun and the training that we do is pretty structured yeah. but has you know the, the base of it's structured but then there's a lot of um, flexibility to for fun and an adventure involved in that yeah I think um, I think it'd be nice just for us to go through some of the adventures that we've had together um, in light, oh, I suppose I had a bit of an adventure by myself. It was quite nice. Um, what would you call it? A spiritual retreat, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, today. Well, I feel like that—that's what um, uh, sport is kind of used in a more of a. Yeah, it's good. In a more of a, 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 if we don't think about performance, sport is great for your, I don't know, for your brain and for your body and health, and that's what you seem to have done today. Yeah, I think I just took a, I took a, I wouldn't call it a mental health day, but I'd call it a, shit, I'm a bit bored of this routine, and I want to, I want to spice things up, so I got the kayak out, I cancelled Brick, well I didn't cancel Brick, everyone else went to Brick, um, which I do love, I do love Brick, because it's super social, but I just thought, mate, I've done like, I've done it ten weeks in a row, now I think I just need... I need to keep a bit of variety in my life, so I got the kayak out and shot across to Rangi. Rangi Toto. Rangi Toto, and then had my own little adventure today over just running around and running right out to Billy's Point um, and back. And that just 
I guess it, I guess it reinvigorates you just doing those adventures. You suddenly you go, oh well, okay, all this training that I do, yeah, it's good for racing, but it's also great for like enabling. It's a great enabler for you to go and have fun and and find adventure in your backyard and stuff like that. And that's something we both do a yeah. lot and go on adventures. You know, like shit. If we listed some of our adventures, um, <laughs> it'd be a long list. So. Oh, let's start with a couple of like well, a classic of ours is to like gravel ride up north. I guess from here up to like around Helensville and then up to Steve's up in Matakana and then Mangawai. Mangawai. And there's been some big days in there. I think the way we went to Mangawai was like flipping. 12 hour bike ride and but it's all about the fun really oh t- what about when steve and tony and we went through the oh, freaking no, train was, tunnel oh i didn't went the, over the train tunnel that was on the way back right yeah we tried to there's a there's a big grab well there's basically gravel all the way from auckland up to matakana but there's this one big dog leg that you have to do around a, a mountain but we noticed that there's a train tunnel that goes through this hill and if you took the train tunnel then you basically cut off like 20k of cycling <laughs> and the train tunnel's like 200 meters long or something like that so we've sort of been scoping out on the map for a while and Liam's obviously got the expertise on the on the lines <laughs> everyone was pretty keen except for uh, uh, Liam Bird yeah <laughs> everyone's like I, like I know about these trains at they go pretty fast out here <laughs> and uh there is no space on the sides of those, these walls of the tunnel so so we look down the tunnel we get to the start of the tunnel we look down the tunnel we kind of committed at that point to be honest we'd like cycled out of our way to get to the start of the tunnel we've committed to the direction that we're going yeah we look down the tunnel and we think mate it's 200 meters it might take us 50 seconds probably to ride through here um, but in the off chance that a train comes through we're all dead <laughs> and honestly at 26 and how old are you? Uh, 24 at 26 and 24 we thought mate we, there's better ways to risk <laughs> the risk I like there uh, it turns it also into more of an adventure if we kind of mix it up from here we don't need to go through a tunnel and risk our lives so we ride it so, so we, instead of that we ride along some farm property <laughs> and then, and then we we get to the side of the t- the, the side of the um, tunnel hill effect the hill that we have to go over the tunnel, and uh, there's all these flipping. Sh- we're just waiting there trying to find where we are, and there's all these flipping shotgun shells and machine gun yeah. bullets all over the ground, and we're <laughs> shitting ourselves because we're on private property, and there's all these machine gun bullet like casings. And we're literally in the middle of nowhere. Steve's bashing his way up the hill through, <laughs> and his cycling cleats. Yeah. And, and I'm waiting like, oh, this is stupid. Like, what are we doing? And Steve's yelling back going, mate, there's a clear path through here. And it's basically like 200 metres of the densest gorse you've ever seen. Yeah, and it's straight up a hill. Like, <laughs> like more than 30% gradient. And we're like, oh, He's got his bike on his not. shoulder. Yeah, and, yeah. and so we try another way. We go over the other side of the train line bushwhack up through some pine trees but I tell you what it wasn't a detour worth I mean the adventure adventure was the adventure was exactly what we wanted yeah yeah but it 
did not provide a faster route <laughs> like we kind of intended. Like we were right, we were pushing through this. Oh man, the cutting credit grass. Oh, the cutting grass is bad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't remember how it went down. I just remember some tomfoolery and you rolling around the ground. <laughs> Dude, I just. Uh, we Do you were... remember what happened? I just fell down a slope. It's not very easy to walk with cleats on. Right. Okay. I just so fell down a slope over. and then my bike fell on top of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you were like down the hill, you hit at the bottom of like the downward direction. Downwards and the bike's on top. Yeah, yeah. But the okay. cutty grass, you don't remember being like, it was so painful you didn't want to move? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, man. It was horrific. <laughs> and we had no option. We had to go through this cutty grass. Like, we had to put ourselves through the... It was much pavement. like the old um, nursery. Is it a nursery rhyme? What's the book? You can't go under it. You can't go over it, you gotta go through it. Yeah. Like we would, you're already in so much pain, and then you're like, right, to get to here to there, I've gotta just cut. I've gotta put more cuts on, <laughs> on top yeah. of these cuts. And the, the part of it was the fact that we didn't know which way to go. Yeah, we were just cutty cutting grass in all sorts of directions. Yeah, yeah, we're like, we're trying to scope out like towards this opening. It turns out the opening didn't exist anymore, no. and it was just cutty grass. It was just, it was just countries, right? kilometers of cutty grass. So we eventually get to the top of the hill and it opened up into sort of pine trees and then there was a river and then, and then there was a really steep bit. Oh, we did find like a, what would be similar to wood A forestry track, yeah. Forestry track, yeah. Yeah. Forestry road, road down that. Tony had a bloody great time actually. I think it's, I think everyone had a good time. Like, like yeah. we sort of do this often. Yeah. This sort of, this sort of stuff. But people, especially the oldies, I think now I think now we like kind of hope. secretly hope yeah. for something bad to go wrong, or something bad to happen. Like yeah. we, well, not bad, but like Exciting. we secretly hope for some adversity yeah. on these adventures because it makes the story better. Like no one ever goes to India and goes, oh, oh, I had a really good, you know, I had I stayed in a really nice hotel. They come back and they say, "Oh, I went to India and I shit myself." Like it's all the reason <laughs> you go on adventure is for all the funny stories, and yeah, I think we kind of secretly are hoping for yeah, exactly. stupid stuff to happen. Well, well, it's sort of like a thin string pulling us in the direction, and we just don't let it. Like, <laughs> we don't go against it, right? We yeah, we don't resist go, it. Yeah. We don't. We we go with the flow of adventure, true adventure. I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Even um, the other day, they went up to Puhoy. Puhoy? Oh, yeah, that was another good one. And then we added adventure by um, downing two big bots before we <laughs> cycled back. <laughs> that and was his... What was it? Well, we were drinking Moa beers, eh? Moas, yeah. yeah. Big Moas. It was the equivalent of uh, how many Moas? It would have been like four stand. It would have been like four or five standard drinks. Yeah, yeah. In like the space of less than an hour, and then we rode back, and that's you know, adventure is as much in external as it is internal, <laughs> I think, and that was one way to make it more adventurous, yeah. was getting uh, a little bit blasted before cycling back. Yeah, exactly. Then straight to hoppers afterwards, eh? Exactly, straight into hoppers. <laughs> I can't. Have we got any? How many non um, non bike? non-bike adventures have we done we've done um rangi yeah um, the five summits of rangitoto we probably need to do more to be, we actually haven't done we, many have we we haven't done much swim 
and run, not many swim run adventures. Oh, like I, I reckon the swim around, it's not that adventurous, but like swim around Lake Wainama and stuff's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's an adventure. Swim and run around. Um, but we haven't ended up in an extreme spot. I've done lots of kayak adventures myself. Mm. Like, um, actually, one of my favourites was one of my favourite kayak adventures paddling across Cook Strait and then, like, just pulling up, dragging my kayak up a cliff and then putting a tent on the side of, well, I don't know, it was basically on top of Caddy Caddy grass. Really? <laughs> there was nowhere to put the tent. It oh. was just like, I know, it was like that, you know, that really low lying, like, ground cover bush stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. But that's kind of a right, right? It was, like a do- it was like a spongy thing, but yeah. when you lie on it, the, the branches are sticking. <laughs> <laughs> That you sleep anyway. Did you have a good sleep? Yeah, I slept like a beauty. I had like <laughs> 12 hours or 10 hours of kayaking. Slept pretty well. Mm. Okay, so we need to make some more swim and. Oh, we swam around Goat Island. Yeah. Swam to Rangitoto. Well, I, I, well, since I've been sick the last little while, all I want to do is train. And I, all I've been thinking about is all, all sorts of adventures we can do. And I think what we could do is some. some and it's sort of what we've done in the past is where we do a bike adventure and then we can do from sw- there from somewhere yeah 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 and then we do swimming adventures in between and, yeah, yeah. and runs in between so things like that kind of work quite well or even just the day out where we ride somewhere swim and or run and then ride back would be probably more adventurous is the rice cooked? fantastic is it adventure in the mouth? oh just like um, we endorse at the Hype Training Podcast. Um, the women are in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and just as you thought it was getting... Just as you thought that... Um, Any comments? Charles Humor was getting jovial. No comments? You're just going to let that one sit? Like it's... Uh, like you I might, you might end up with uh, 120 degree rice in your head. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Laura was just saying how um how nice and friendly I was, and I'm just bringing it right back down. Well, I Can't think, I that, think eh? you were somewhat um, deterred by the fact that you got called friendly. You were objectified. Well, I, I think I just like to stare with the regardless, because Laura said I had to be friendly one time, and then, then I was like, ugh. I, I mean, as if she'd said, as if she was inferring that I wasn't friendly, and I was annoyed by that, and then she does, does say I'm friendly, and I'm also annoyed by that, so... You can't win, really. No. You can't win with compliments, because... No, I, I actually... It's creepy. It, it's, it's much nicer to be... Complimented. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a... Um, <coughs> I like a compliment. It's, a, it's, a, it's one that's often a New Year's resolution of mine that I've done a couple of times and then probably not fulfilled in the way that I... To the extent that I'd like, it's just giving out more compliments. I think it is something that we that people in general don't do enough, or maybe it's maybe it's a New Zealand, um, I don't know, like it's quite culture. a reserved culture here, yeah. which makes us fearful of being because you've got to be relatively outgoing to give compliments. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe that reservedness makes us less um, inclined to give out compliments but it's a real you know like like they always always say um, oh yes please they'll it's always a, say um, 
you know, it's like, it's like the reverse of tall poppy, you know, if, you, if people, yeah, or like weird. the reverse of my, that phrase that I keep using is never had a, I never met a hater doing better than me. But like, if you can give out compliments, it generally means that you're doing well, you know, like yourself, you know, you're in a yeah, you're secure and confident you. enough position yourself that you kind of want to give out compliments. Well, um, the thing that we bring it back to training, like in training, when I see people at the end of a hard training go out and high five or... Or say like, or compliment, right? That's so quite knowledge awesome. Their hard work, yeah. It's an awesome thing, right? And people don't do it too much. Or, or like, I'll sit back and and um, I'll see you you go and high five someone or something like that, and I go, oh man, I wish I'd been the one that gone and done that because it's quite a cool thing to go and do. Yeah, yeah. And it's then, something. It's a cultural. Uh, I guess it's a habit that I learned from Wakarama as well. Like we yeah. always, particularly with you and your team, because it's more of a team thing than. And triathlon is, but yeah. but tech, but shit, I reckon that you can make triathlon just as much as certainly here at North Harbour we do. Yeah, like it's uh, we train together and. Um, a cool a cool thing I noticed you've started doing is is um at first first notice when we were down in Talpo at the Ironman and Steve goes to like shake our hand or something as we we're saying goodbye and you're like no 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 and you go in for a hug yeah, yeah. instead and I'm like, oh shit that's quite a cool thing because people don't really do that that much or, or it's not really like a guy's thing to do but it's quite a nice like it's a toxic masculinity thing eh not to hug what do you think Laura? <laughs> what? she's in full support of hugging yeah yeah no yeah it's a it's a I mean it's not like doesn't I kind of force not force myself to do it but it's not something that comes naturally oh it's not something but shit it's so much more like meaningful yeah because it's about opening your personal space up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Psychology yeah. major. Opening your personal Boom. space. Because it is a lot more, well, it's right up in your personal space. But shit, there's a lot of evidence that, like, that if you if you map the brain out, I'm pretty sure it releases endorphins or serotonin or something like that. So, it means a bit more than a handshake. But you got to earn a hug, eh? Like, I gave Steve a big hug at Kona. <laughs> when he when you know, when he had the most punishing <laughs> race, oh, when he killed almost killed himself at Kona, racing racing the toughest race or one of the toughest races in the world with COVID. <laughs> and then Iconic, he comes, iconically bike time and and, and sometimes yeah. faster than his run. Yes, iconically ruts runs slower than his um, bike. Um, but yeah, I mean. Should I, and I got a lot of respect for Steve. Eh? Like he comes across that that line, and you can. I there's not many people that can hurt that much <laughs> and just keep going. And I saw his face, and he was dead inside. You know? Like <laughs> he, he was, he was, he's heat stroke, he's COVID, he's, and he's also just done, the, you know, he's also just finished Kona. Did he go to hospital? I think they dripped him up or something I don't know oh IV or something yeah so he did he didn't go to hospital but the medical team dealt with yeah him. I think so yeah yeah and they just um, it's because uh, he was just vomiting for the last like three hours of the run yeah but, okay. and then but yeah I gave him a hug there I just said you know he deserves a bloody hug <laughs> yeah. he deserves a bloody hug he's coming and then and then I hugged him but I think I squeezed him a little bit too tight because the last breath of air life <laughs> came out of him he just went I'll get close to the mic he went I gave him a hug and he goes, 
Just climax. And then I sort of just pushed him <laughs> towards the line, and he stumbled a bit left, and he stumbled a bit right, and then uh, fell over the line. But yeah, that's a scenario he deserves a hug. He, um, I think he is actually, he does take it to that sometimes. Like, you get a bit emotional about what he's done, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, because he's a tough bastard. Yeah, so yeah. you don't expect him to get emotional. Mm. But then occasionally. Yeah. Lucky he's not listening. He has actually made a point of not listening. Now that all the other oldies are listening. Uh, I don't know if it's... Is it because he doesn't want to listen to us in a whole podcast? Or he just doesn't listen to podcasts? I think i go with the, the, the latter, so... I think i go with the latter, yeah. Either that or he'd tear up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're too young. Because he, really, he doesn't have a son, right? Like, we're sort of his... He yeah, was male counterparts. Yeah. I asked him if he wanted to go squid fishing today. Squid fishing? Yeah, because he's always on about fishing. You know, he doesn't talk about <laughs> on about fishing. But if you've ever been fishing with Stephen Farrell, you know that it's <laughs> more of an adventure than you, than you wish for. In fact, it's the most high-paced... If you've ever done a super sprint at Super League... Well, fishing with Steve is more intense than that. <laughs> yeah. It's zone 5 the whole way. It's zone 5 the whole way, and he uses a short shoot on you the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, bang, down with the set line, bang, down with the second set line. Right, get your lines in the water. Right, I'm shooting kingfish with scuba. <laughs> get the boat over here, pull the set line up in the zone. And you're like, oh, no, nah, this is a mission. But yeah, so I asked him to go squid fishing, because it seems like a somewhat more relaxed process you just mm. spotlight you like shine a sh- torch at the surface yeah, you and you oh, I think there's just funny hooks but I thought it would be fun did you actually go with them or no because you, you can go up Murray's Bay Wharf oh right so I asked him if we can go and he said yes so I reckon it's going to be an evening you know we can just sit on the wharf getting squid oh yeah what do you call You got a joke for us? Yeah. So I was just. I got a new one as well. I got a new one. What do you call a le- a lesbian octopus? What? A lickalolopus. A lickalolopus. <laughs> okay. Um, if a blue bird has blue babies, and a black bird has black babies, what bird has no babies? A no bird. A swallow. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's nice. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got another one? We haven't done many of the jokes. We haven't done a jokes one on here, but we've started. Liam and I have started using jokes as uh, icebreaker. Yeah. Icebreakers. Icebreakers. I think the chicken will be done. <laughs> But jokes are a fantastic way to icebreak because one, you make people laugh, everyone loves laughing, and two, you get to gauge whether they're woke enough <laughs> or not woke enough or whatever way around you fancy it. You catch the vibe of the person. You catch them right? out. Here we go, here we go, here's a joke. How do samurais kill gender non-binary people? <laughs> uh, is this going to be a dangerous one? It's not that dangerous. How? They slash them. <laughs> I guess it's not dangerous, but like, it's, it's borderline. In this point in time, when we've almost been cancelled, this yeah. is this is almost like our valedict. What's it called? A valedictorial speech. This could be the last podcast before we're cancelled. 
that's all right. Well, we've made it to right. 16. That's we've made it to 16. Pretty, we've got 1,600 listeners. Yeah. We've had more. We've had a greater growth rate than Joe Rogan did. Yeah, this is almost our drop the mic, right? Like, we don't really need... A piece de resistance. Piece de resistance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I uh, saw Grant up at the track the other day. Oh, yeah. After we... Uh, oh, with Sam? With Sam. Yeah, well, I ran with Sam. Yeah. And then Grant was coming out of um, AUT, out of, out of his office. And I said... I, and then I had a, a sh- moment of lapse where I couldn't remember whether Grant was blind or deaf. <laughs> And I was going, blind, deaf, blind, deaf, blind, deaf, blind, deaf. And then I was like, no, no, he's blind. So I yelled across the car park, Grant! And he goes, he looks my way. He heard me. No idea who I am because he's blind. <laughs> so then he comes across. He's like, oh, oh, Billy. Oh, yeah. And then, and then I said, oh, I've just been running with Sam. So he comes over to the track. We're having a chat. He goes, oh, feeling a bit hungry now. And Sam goes, oh, dad's on a five-day fast. He's not eating for five days. Oh my gosh. That's one way to cut for summer. That's crazy. I thought about doing that because, like, I haven't been training, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to eat fat, so I'm like, maybe I should just fast the whole time. Well... But then I also thought, the first thing that's going to go is my muscles, right? Uh, well, not yeah. the first thing, but yeah, it's going to it's, it's contribute, contribute to some muscle loss. Yeah. And I think that could be more negative than... Positive. Yeah. It's interesting, um, like I suppose, fasting, I reckon fasting would be easier than dieting, because I agree, in yeah. dieting you've got to moderate what you eat, mm. whereas in fasting it's just no, it's just, would you like this? No. Would you like, hey, do you, would you like some chocolate? No. Like, you don't have to moderate, you don't have to have moderating skills, you just have to say no to everything. It's almost yeah. for weak for weak world people. In some ways, it's kind of yeah easier process. But then I get oh yeah, I guess it'd be an easier process. It is one of those things, right? People just don't want to do it. It's like yeah, because it's challenging, right? Yeah, or it's just uncomfortable, and people don't like being uncomfortable. Mm. There's, also, there's, there's all sorts of fad um, diets and it's just like, just don't eat too much. Yeah, and it's the moderation that people can't get. But yeah. It's also a difficult thing because food is such a big part of our culture, right? Like yeah. sharing food is, or like socialising over food is a big part of our culture. It's either that or socialising over drinks. You know, you don't mm. just go... It's not often you go, hey, do you want to come over to my house, hang out, and we'll just drink water? Yeah, exactly. It's a big thing for my um, my parents where they go do their own thing and they come back and they have a coffee. Yeah. I guess they have a coffee. Yeah, I suppose coffee's probably the four best times replacement. A day, hey. the, yeah. But you, um, you're it's into, also a drug. Yeah, you're not into the caffeine, are you? Nah, but I do love a tiramisu. Is it tiramisu coffee? Nah, tiramisu's coffee flat, like co- coffee flavour in it. Oh, right. Well, it's yeah, coffee flavour. I think most people would say that they thought you would have been into tiramisu, to be honest. Just just by looking at you. <laughs> 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 no, like, just the big... Just the mass. Yeah. Just the big... Oh, do you, you want to tell the um, listeners your cricket joke? Ah, so if you've got a cricket ball in one hand... We've sort of given it away. But if you've got a cricket ball in one hand and you've got a cricket ball in the other hand... 
What do you have? A really big cricket. A giant cricket. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that one, Laura? Yeah, actually I've done it for you, haven't I? Had it a few times. Yeah. No, so what we come back to 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 conclude triathlon and training is more fun with adventures and uh, we'd like to see we like to see your adventures and we'd like you to be join our adventures um, because we see so many people just punishing themselves on trainers and yeah. punishing themselves in the pool and just being so clinical and boring, and any time they face adversity in a race, they've got no nounce to, to just, overcome it because they're not used to the, the adversity in an adventure. Well, is there's the reason, right? Like, is the reason you're here to just perform and when it doesn't go perfect, is no point? Yeah. Or are you here to enjoy the whole experience. triathlon experience? Yeah. yeah. Like, because you, you like running, biking, and swimming, right? Or do you just here to... I actually had this I had this form. this thought that I kind of pondered over a bit today and I thought well a lot of people want coaching right they come into triathlon they want coaching because they don't know what they're doing um, which is fair enough um, but actually what in some ways if you're looking for coaching then you're just looking for the easiest way to get maximum results yeah and is that kind of taking the challenge out of it is that taking the journey of the the growth the the, the journey of growth out of the whole process because you're just looking for the maximum results from you know if you're getting coached you're just going to end up doing theoretically you're doing perfect training for your you know you're trying to optimize your training whereas you yeah. don't end up learning you know like i didn't really get coached and i i got shin splints and i learned about that and but, then i got this and i learned about that and I think it, it is possibly different. Like, it makes a lot of sense, that statement, to someone like you and I, or people like you and I. But there are people that, like, I'd say the main, main role for a coach is the accountability to do training, right? Yeah. And um, our problem isn't really, well... The accountability. The accountability, but it's more about... Not doing dumb stuff. Yeah. Well, but, uh, but, but, yeah... I just, I don't know, I thought about it because I was like, is it all about the results? Because if you're just results focused, then coaching, but it also take it does take the journey of the whole pro the process yeah. of learning about it. It takes it out of it because if someone just hands you a formula for getting as fast as possible, as quick as possible, then it kind of well, takes the, um, yeah, it takes the journey of learning out of it. Well, I sort of, uh, yeah, I, what I think um, would probably be best for someone trying to get on the journey, right? is to join something like a tri-squad or a running squad. Yeah. Because then you, you just learn... You learn by osmosis from Through people, yeah. yeah. And I, that's the best way. And I've, en I've enjoyed my process of learning and I haven't... You know, I have been... Steve's coached me and, and stuff, but I think by the time Steve jumped on board, I'd sort of got the grips of most of it just for osmosis. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I sort of had some challenges. But yeah, that concludes it. Yeah, Adventures we'll and adversity. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy enjoy the process. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Hopefully, uh, what, what should we call this podcast? Not No More Young Male Idiots? We could call this something a little bit more, prof something a bit more profound. Profound. Okay. Uh, you want to do a closing statement, Laura? Like, have you got anything for us? Food's ready. 
The food's ready. Okay. Leave the hype. You're smiling at the microphone like that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I can't even... Was it recording? I hope it was recording. 30 minutes.